Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for what they call December 9th. I call it Friday. And here's some of the latest developments to hit the automotive industry. In a story that refuses to go away, the latest news with the Chevrolet Volt is that GM is going to change battery suppliers. It had been buying lithium metal oxide batteries from LG Chem. Now it will switch to lithium phosphate batteries from A123. The lithium phosphate batteries are less likely to catch fire if damaged, but they also hold about 10% less energy, so that could impact the Volt's pure electric driving range. And in related EV news, Tesla stock was downgraded yesterday by Morgan Stanley, which cut its target price for the stock by 37%. This is significant because up to now, Morgan Stanley had been a rah-rah cheerleader for Tesla and EVs in general. It previously predicted that electric cars would hit 8.5% of global sales by 2025. Now it's cutting that forecast to only 4.5%. It says EVs are just not ready for prime time, something that we've been saying on AutoLine Daily for years. And yet a new study shows there are now more electric car charging stations in the United States than there are gas stations that sell E85 fuel. This despite the fact that there are only a little over 16,000 electric cars in the country compared to 7.6 million vehicles that can run on E85. And folks, that's the kind of imbalance you get in the marketplace when the government tries to pick winners and losers. Toyota has slashed its net profit forecast for the next fiscal year. The Japanese giant cut its earnings estimate by more than 50% to roughly $2.3 billion. It revised the figure because of what's been going on in Thailand. Widespread flooding has had a huge impact on the industry. Who knew Thailand was such an important manufacturing center for Toyota? I sure didn't. In fact, this flooding may have a bigger impact on Toyota than the earthquake and tsunami that hit Japan in March. Taiwanese automaker LuxGen revealed its latest car, the LuxGen 5. This may be a sedan, but it's by no means a sports sedan, given what's available in the engine compartment. A 1.8-liter 4 is the base power plant, serving up only 150 horsepower. A 2-liter turbo is the up-level offering, but don't get excited. Horsepower is a measly 170. But what it lacks in on-road performance, it makes up for with technology. LuxGen partnered with handset maker HTC to develop the car's Android-based infotainment system called Think Plus. To learn more, hit the link in today's show notes on our website, autoline.tv. And in yet another sign of China's growing influence in the auto world, BMW just began exporting long wheelbase versions of the 5 Series out of China to the Middle East. BMW builds the car with its joint venture partner, Brilliance. And I'm telling you, this is very significant. BMW is the first major automaker to export luxury cars out of China. Mark your calendars, folks. This represents a big step for China. 
And yet, well, one part of the Chinese industry takes a big step forward, another takes a big step back. Pengda, one of the nation's largest dealer networks, is offering huge discounts, ranging from 10% to 30%. And here's my Autoline insight. Car sales are slowing down in China, so you'd expect to see some sort of discounting to happen. But 30%? That shows they are in a full-blown panic. Remember, Pengda was one of the companies investing in Saab. It bought $63 million worth of cars, which also got it a 25% stake in the company. It then committed to sink another $150 million into it. We don't know how much it did put in, but it is going to lose all of that money. My bet is that Pengda desperately needs cash right now, and that's why you're seeing these massive discounts. When does design sound like a dinosaur? That story's coming up next. What if we always settled for the first thing that came along? Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai. We're in suburban Detroit at the Cranbrook Academy, a famous design and architecture school, a place that the brand new Hyundai Veloster would feel right at home. The Veloster caught a lot of attention when it was revealed earlier this year at the Detroit Auto Show, but interestingly it was another type of motorized vehicle that inspired its design. From an exterior and interior design, we, we went with the motorcycle theme. Uh, there were certain areas of motorcycles that we think are, are very cool. So what we did is for the exterior, the A-pillars are black and it has, from a profile, it looks like an appearance of a mo motorcycle visor helmet. Um, on the inside, on the push button start, that's similar to, uh, a similar design to a fuel tank. And the vents inside the vehicle, uh, they have the shape of a muffler from a motorcycle bike. So it, all that with the motorcycle theme, it makes it a, a lot cooler vehicle. And highlighting the funky design is a hidden door for passengers to get into the rear. But good luck trying to get into the back seat if you're tall. I'm six foot one and I didn't even attempt to squeeze back there. Powering the Veloster is an all-new 1.6-liter four-cylinder with direct injection, which can be mated to either a six-speed manual or dual-clutch transmission. Fuel economy is 28 miles per gallon in the city and 40 on the highway. In addition to its design, Hyundai is also marketing the Veloster on its technology, and it all starts with the 7-inch touchscreen. The Veloster is also available with Hyundai's Blue Link telematic system, a navigation system with a backup camera, and a number of safety features. Hyundai hopes to attract a new generation of buyers with the Veloster and says it's intended to be a halo car, but not in the traditional sense. Uh, usually when you think of a halo, you think of the uh, most expensive version of, the, of a vehicle. But what we, we thought of is a reverse halo for our small cars, and Veloster fills that need. And the reason why it does that is that it's a very emotional image type vehicle. And for the price point, it delivers on design, uh, advanced technology, as well as functionality. Hyundai's been on a roll lately, so it will be interesting to see if the Veloster can continue the company's success and be the reverse halo Hyundai wants it to be. Thanks for that report, Seamus. The starting price is just over $18,000 with the manual, just over $19,000 with the automatic. You know, I especially like the styling on the Veloster. It's a very interesting combination of shapes and lines and looks alone 
are going to attract a lot of people to this car. Hey, have you ever heard of Dungeons and Dealers? It's the new game show The Roundabout Crew developed where you get to manage your own dealership. Craig Cole has all the details over at Roab HQ. Well, I have to say, if you haven't heard of Dungeons and Dealers, you haven't been watching enough Roundabout. We've teased and teased you, but finally it's here. We'll be playing it tonight with guest panelist Chris Sawyer from TheVirtualDriver.com and his virtual dealership is Imperious Motors. You can tune in to find out what bizarre lineup of cars he'll be selling, plus all the weird and cool news of the week. So join us at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time at, where else? Autoline.tv. And that wraps up our reports for this week. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you back here on Monday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.